I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. Do you want to play a game? Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creative. I'm your number one fan. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? We have such sights to show you. Welcome, folks, to episode 169 of the Morgan Official Corpse Feed Podcast. And I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Tex, how are you, man? How are you doing today? Oh, man. Howdy, everybody. Howdy, Arturo. We got a nice episode for them. Uh, you know, it's we, we're stacked to the brim with horror this time. <laughs> Seriously. So, <laughs> yeah. So let's let's get right into the coming attractions this week. Uh, first, we got a, a teaser trailer surprise kind of thing for Night Swim. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, it's got, what's his name in it? Wyatt Russell. And it, it, like, it's so funny because it's also one of those trailers where it's like, they call James Wan the producer of the yeah. nun, of the nun or something like that. And I'm like, yo, you want to, I'm like, I guess it's recency stuff, right? But it's also like, yo, didn't James Wan do like some other big stuff you'd want to call attention to? You know what I mean? But maybe, you, but maybe not under the umbrella, you know? Uh, yeah. You know what? Maybe. Yeah. Possibly. Like, but, yeah. But it's so funny that it's just like from the producers of the, it's a Blumhouse picture. Uh, yeah. And it looks like some kind of water monster in a pool. Uh, yeah. I, cool. I don't know what to think. Yeah. But that, right? Like, that's the thing. I'm just like, all right. Cool. Right. Okay. Like, at least there is a monster thing, right? We get in the teaser. It is a pretty cool setup teaser. A little long for me, honestly, especially with the setup, um, knowing that the Marco Polo thing is a setup there. Right. It was a little long, but, um, it looks cool. I hope it's not just, you know, concentrated in this pool thing um, um, because like it looked like there's like, you know, you saw the pool surface. Right. And then, and then you saw the bottom. Like a bigger this vast... water thing. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So like a, could like be a interesting. Portal, mon- like a monster portal kind of thing. Right. Like maybe maybe water leads to like uh, whatever this is, like some kind of crocodile man. Or sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Who cares? Yeah, why not? Right. It's just At this another point, thing. Just- it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's another thing we're gonna watch. Uh, I don't know when it hits though. That's the other thing. It just like it just one of those coming soon kind of things. Yeah, and, I can and, probably see this coming out in January, or February, right? Yeah, there, it comes, you know? that's what I was gonna say too. Because because like, this totally would have been like perfect for the summer, being called Night Swim, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> missed opportunity there to kind of do the Jaws kind of. Oh, let's make sure they're scared of swimming kind of thing. You know, right? And it's also not. Yeah, it's also not like an October thing because it doesn't seem like a super impressive monster or anything like that. But, you know, we're going off a teaser. So who knows? Right. Uh, They're like, oh, it's spooky. Just throw the teaser out there. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. They're like, oh, Exorcist is out. Let's let's toss the let's toss our newest teaser. Yeah. Let's piggyback on that. Yeah. And uh, so moving on, uh, we actually speaking of holidays and all that stuff. We got the holiday season coming. We got the full trailer for Thanksgiving. Yes, and, I mean, okay, now that we see the, the gimmick in full action, right? I'm in. I can't lie. I know it's directed by Eli Roth, and he's kind of spotty, but he didn't write it, which is notable. I was. That's what I the, did notice as well. Yes. And that's why I'm like, oh, okay. Um, this is probably why it does 
appeal to me at the moment because it wasn't yes. written by Eli Roth, right? Right, um, yeah. Which is usually a huge red flag now, right? Like, unfortunately, like for as me much, it is. For yeah, me it like is. it's just a huge red flag. Like as much yeah. as you can, I, I mean, yeah, like the dude has, er, he has added things to the horror genre. That's the other thing, right? It's like, yeah, yeah I'm not know. gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, not give him his flowers for what yes. he's done in the past. You know, I'm not that kind of dude. I respect but, what he did with Hostel and you know, yes. and his vision of horror and all that stuff. Cool. Great, but, also, but we've gone at length right. here, right, <laughs> yes. to talk um, about how we're not really big fans of that stuff, and that stuff really doesn't hold up over the, you know the course of time. Um, yeah. But uh, this one, though, this one could be the one that uh, Eli Roth is looking for under his belt. Um, I mean, it's a holiday picture on top yeah. of that, um, which is great. Yeah, um, I love holiday been, horror. Yeah, like it's the one he's been brewing for a while, right? So like. Uh, you know, it's a holiday horror. It's a holiday slasher. So, like, you can see in the trailer that it's already giving us goofy things, right? Like, goofy kills. There's kills. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's kills for sure, which is great, right? Which is great because a big a big gripe of ours, and we'll get into this in the feature presentation later, is the kill factor. Make sure, you know, if you're going to go all out, just go all out and show us what's going on. And then, yeah. and then the trailer for sure goes like, hey, this is where we're going to start showing you. And we're like, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Just let me know when the tickets go on sale. All right. So I can get mine. But it looks like fun. I'm totally down for it. I hope this can be of the quality of Krampus where every year I revisit it because it's just the holiday movie to watch at the time, you know? Yeah. Because also we don't have like a Thanksgiving horror thing. So we do not. We do not. So this is uh, it's it's uh, there's, you know, ripe territory for them right now. I mean, let's do it. Speaking of, uh, you know, so we, we got a new Christmas horror yes. uh, holiday trailer. Uh, out of nowhere. Yes, we have, like, that's the thing. We have reviewed Christmas horror movies here before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes, we, we have, have. And you just mentioned Krampus as, like, the icon of, like, what these movies could be. So Legit. we have a new one trying to, like, wedge its way in there. Uh, it's a Wonderful Knife. So this one, uh, this one caught caught our attention mostly because like the gimmick, right? Yeah, like, the gimmick it, is interesting. Yeah, it's it's a wonderful life kind of thing. So like someone wishes, or it's like, oh, let me show you what happens if you weren't born. And now in this in this world, the slasher, which is called Angel, by the way, I really yeah. like that idea. I yeah. can't lie, it's a good look too, man. It looks yeah, it looks nice. Yeah, it looks all, really nice. That all white, that all white with the yeah. like the glittery masks. Like, yeah, it, it, yeah I really I, like it. Yeah, it's a cool. Like, there's a coolness factor there, and and so you know, I'm I'm curious to see how that gimmick works out. I do, I do like the idea, the trend of like taking a movie idea but making it horror that we've yeah. seen, right? Like, yeah, you know, that's like really we, smart. Yeah, like uh, like the Happy Death Day stuff, freaky. Uh, you know, what is this, this totally killer one that's coming out? Like it, I, I love the idea of like you know, let's take this movie idea and just make like add a killer to it. So yeah, you know? add a killer to it. Like yeah, it, it's uh, it's worked in many situations, right? Yes, I'm hoping it works out in this one as well. Um, I do like the gimmick. I do like the fact that it's like, oh hey, like. When you were alive, you were the one that stopped the killer. But since you kind of wished you weren't here, the killer just kept killing. 
Yeah. You know? Um, like so that's that. really cool. And give it up for Justin Long, just again, just popping up, <laughs> you know, a resurgence in horror, right? Because he did that Walrus movie that I never saw. Yeah, he did um, Tusk. Uh, yeah. Was he? he was in the. He did Barbarian, Barbarian right? Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, he, he did Barbarian. He's in this one now. Um, so good for he's, him, you know. Isn't he in that? He's in that Goosebumps show. So, oh, yes. Know, yeah. Yes, absolutely. You see? So he, yeah, listen. There's money in horror, folks. You just you know got to know how to play it, dude. Yeah, like he – kudos to him because he's clearly like finding that new gear, right, of like taking more of these horror roles and, you know. It works you know too because even – yeah. He Didn't he – he started out in horror too, right? Not not like completely or – because he did a lot of comedies, but he's he done Dodgeball like, for sure. That's his <laughs> – No, no. Uh, not started, but um, – he was in Jeepers Creepers too, remember? Oh like he, yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, yo, like he does have experience with this stuff. So now yes, it seems like he was he's in going the back good Jeepers it. Creepers movie. Yeah. Yes, the, one. <laughs> the only good one. Out of well, okay, no, no. I was like, that's a conversation for never again. No, because so like, might as well say it here. You like right? scenes. So, because you like scenes of part two, especially with the school bus okay, going there on. there we go. That's fair. Right? That's what it was. Right? It was, like, I like That I like is the, cool. Yes. But once it leaves that school bus stuff, it's like, eh, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah but part one point. overall from, from start to finish, especially the ending, the fact that it was such a doom ending there, it was yeah. like, you know, we're good to go there. But anyway, that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> um, but yeah, yes. It's um, fair. <laughs> it, 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 it is a fair conversation. But yes, um, it's a wonderful knife. Um, it comes out... Um, uh, during the, the Christmas season, um, so, again another holiday one, and we um, need something to watch. We, so we'll, listen, we'll holiday talk about horror, it here. <laughs> it's cool because it's cool and it's fun to write because you have a theme already. It's like, okay, what's the theme for Thanksgiving? Oh, getting together, sharing, but then there's always issues with the family and blah blah right. blah. You can, you know, Christmas. What's the theme there? Giving and all that stuff, and you know, so you can always find like a theme around a holiday. And then, as as you mentioned, Tex, throw a killer in there. All right. Throw a killer in there, and let's see um, how that turns out. All right, folks. Uh, and next up, our feature presentation. All righty, folks. And we are back with our feature presentation. And this week, we have a triple feature presentation for you guys. And we are very excited to talk about all these movies. First uh, first up, actually, from uh, Paramount Plus, I believe, right? Um, that is, uh, is it, was it a Paramount movie? I forgot which streaming that was on. Um, but uh, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. I forget which streamer that was, but it dropped along with a bunch of other content this past Friday. It was Paramount. Um, yeah, yeah it, was, it was Paramount Plus, yes. It was, right? Okay, cool. Uh, so I, I didn't sound dumb right there in the beginning. But yes, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines, folks. Um, for me, out of our scale of stay away from it, wait for it, or pay for it, I am going to... I'm going to say wait for it for this one. It's not a total stay away from it for me, especially for fans of the genre. I think there is some quality here that could be, um, you know, uh, that it could be, you know, gathered from here. Um, I really enjoyed the take on this. It wasn't boring. It was slow. Like, it was slower than expected. I thought it was going to be, you know, being Pet cemetery, you know, you thought automatically you were going to get thrown right into it, but they very kind of low key did the setup there right in the beginning. You see um, uh, the actor, David Duchovny um, bringing his son to the pet cemetery, but uh, text b- before we get into the breakdown, pay for it, wait for it, stay away from it. What say you buddy? Uh, I'm also in the wait for it camp. 
like it's you know I do have to say oh yeah of course as a Paramount employee these appoint these opinions are of my own and all know, hours I, folks all yes, hours yes and so but I, I also appreciate that you know it knows it's a Pet Cemetery movie and it knows that we know it's a Pet Cemetery movie so yes. it and it uses that to its benefit like it, it's. It's not a direct sequel to the last like Pet Cemetery movie they did. It it's it uses that to its benefit, but also like it's kind of annoying in some ways. Like uh, you just just before we even get into it, uh, like the good stuff is that it doesn't really waste time in like oh what's going on with this person? What's going yes. on with yeah? Like you said, David Duchovny's son. You see him get buried in the beginning, and automatically like right off the jump, everyone's like yo, what's going on? And then. You see that the, the older people in the town are already like onto the fact that oh he obviously got buried and he's come back to life like they, yes they piece it together immediately because it's something they dealt with before and it's stuff like that like so I do like that the the story here actually isn't bad like in terms of a pet cemetery story right it's, yes correct it's Agreed. it's about the town that has experience with this thing. And when you look at it as a whole, it really is just about the town dealing with the fact that they're basically next to this mouth of hell, right? Like, they're just yep. constantly there. and They've just been dealing with that for generations. And so uh, getting into it from that point on, the annoying stuff, though, is that, like, it, it has to remind us it's a pet sanitary movie. Like, there are constant trucks driving by super fast. Like, constant like, trucks. A dead yeah. is better line being <laughs> thrown around all the time. Yeah, the truck. So that's a great that's a great point. Constantly, there's yeah. A they're truck like, oh, remember the, remember the truck, and it's like, yes, we remember. <laughs> Move on already. Like, yeah, Gage got ran over. We get it. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> so and there's a lot of like, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of stuff to like. There's also just a lot of stuff to be like, oh, like oh, you could have did this. Yeah, like yeah, like, yeah, like. It does have a very goofy undertone to it, yeah. Um, uh, especially when the adults come into play—not the adults, but the you know the, the elder townspeople. Right. Um, uh, you know, Pam Greer's in this movie out of like, like what the yeah. hell? <laughs> out she's, of nowhere. She, she's in this movie for like three scenes, right? And it's also it's super funny because it's like, how much did they pay her, and how long did they get her, right? Because yeah, like, uh, right. Because she she's obviously a hefty price tag. Like regardless hefty of price the, tag, she's wearing the same stuff the entire the. Yeah, right. Her, her whole mailman gimmick is like like the whole thing, right? That, yes. that, that's what she's wearing the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, her. Yeah, and uh, I thought she was a sheriff or something. Was she the? Sh- oh, she a mailman? No, no, she was a mailman. You remember when Timmy confronted her, right? Oh uh, but, yes. Yeah, she had yes. her little, you know, her post office get up so, on and yeah. everything. Okay, yeah. there we go. So she dressed. Yeah, and Timmy yeah. was like, "Oh, you, you know, you're running." You know, that was a good scene because I. I like Timmy. We'll talk about Timmy later. Um, but 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 he's he, he was telling her it's like oh you you know he, you took over your dad's old mail route. You're walking oh, the same steps he did. He killed okay. him, blah blah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah. But yes, so, is a male lady here, and again, I'm very surprised to see her. Um, make sure that's a Pam girl. She's awesome. But in this one, again, she adds to that goofy undertone that I'm uh, that um, I'm talking about because um, the elders here, as Tex uh, mentioned earlier, and, and I think it's a great idea for them to already be aware of, of what the hell's going on in the town because that's yeah. their town. Right. So obviously they know um, the ins and outs of their property and, and their location. And I really like the fact that it's like this um, secret society, right, of elders, the town, the town founders, right? Yes. The bloodline of the town founders. Um, they 
from generation to generation, they just have this pact and an understanding like, hey, we are here to make sure that nothing is buried over there or and if something is, we will be taking care of it. And this is, and that's exactly what it was. And I kind of liked the whole, like it took a bit to kind of get right to it, right? Even though the story got right to it technically, right? Um, uh, um, it, it did take a while to get there, but I do like the fact that they already knew what was going on they were aware of of pretty much the entire history of things. They knew, like Timmy, off the bat. They're like, "Yep, yeah, something's wrong with this guy." <laughs> something's yeah. Wrong with- <laughs> yeah. So that's the stuff I appreciated. That, that it's like there's no like it's that's what we mean by like it knows it's a pet cemetery movie and it knows that we know. So it's like there's no like, um, uh, yeah, we get some of the origin story, but it's more for the new characters and it's more to like. Uh, like I don't know if I like the flashback to it, but it's yeah. a new, it's a chance for gore, right? It's a chance to yes. like throw more yeah. of that in, and so they take it. But that's the other thing too. It's like uh, I don't know. Like the cast itself is fine too. Like I, yeah, I agree. Like that's the thing. Like the cast is solid, um, except for you know, unfortunately, the girlfriend. She like she gets attacked like in the beginning of the movie and then disappears until she's important again at the end of the movie and. <laughs> It's stuff like that that's goofy, but like the main her guy arm got, got wrecked. Though. That was good practical shit there with the yes, dog. Yes, and that's the, that other, awesome. that's the other stuff too. The stuff we do get, like the the practical gore, is fine. Like it, yeah. it's not, it's nothing like super legit, but it's also just like yeah, like no, this it's is, it's good, right? Yeah. It's good serviceable gore, right? But then that's where my gripe is. It's like we get this, but then you don't show us the kills on screen. Yeah, there's you know, so like, many like we get some kills, dude. Yeah, there's it's, a lot of uh, a, a lot of kills off screen we get some good stabbings uh text i uh, mentioned off air that there's some really good stabbings in this movie and it's true so like you give us that and then like you know you don't show us the end you know yeah um it, it, it sucks too because like every time we see a body that they find that someone's been killed off screen it's like a brutal looking kill like you know yes. a dude a dude's head is like turned all the way around you see people with like their intestines their ripped out. guts out yeah right? but we don't get that on screen we never get somebody being gored you know but it's just yeah, all we get like, on screen is just a stab you know yes and, it's the same thing with um with Pam Greer's character, she, you know, she kills, uh, you know, uh, Dexter, the dog, right? Yeah, or Dax, whatever the dog's name what, was. That's what's so funny about the scene where, you know, the elders are getting together in the cafe to, like, talk yeah. about what's going she on. Shows she, she shows up all messed up. All okay. mauled. Yeah. And so, like, so just an offhand comment, I was, like, looking down. And I, like, looked up. And she comes in, like, all messed up going, oh, I killed that dog. And... I like I texted her hero. I was like, yo, did I miss her killing the dog? <laughs> and no, they didn't show it. Like they didn't, they didn't show, show it. They didn't yeah. show it. And it's funny because like when the when the scene cuts away, it sounds like the dog's winning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but um but yeah, like it's funny how she just shows up all mauled up and you're like, wait a minute, are you dead? And you're like a ghost or something? Yeah, it's, like, what, show up. it's like what happened there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so yeah, th- yeah. There's a lot the of script that. has its yeah. quirks. Yeah. yeah. The, the script has its quirks like this this weird time passing there. But um let's go back to the cast real quick. Um the cast is solid. Um they actually do a real good job. I have no complaints really um about the acting or the actual characters they play. Uh Timmy uh, for instance, which is like the main antagonist. I'm really surprised the angle that was taken here, because um, I just thought off the teaser 
we were just going to be getting this zombie killer dude, right? Right. Um, but I really like the really like the dread existential kind of yeah, like it's, you know it's whole Vietnam veteran kind of yeah like Vietnam thing. emo yeah. vet right like yeah. um that's just like he's been through it and uh, obviously once throughout the course of the movie you see that he has something on his neck so he, I believe he hung himself um yeah. uh and uh you know uh he just goes through it man like he has this roller coaster of like dreadful emotions and he's just a really dark character and um I took me a surprise because I didn't expect that whatsoever text I didn't expect them to take such a very um intelligent approach to their antagonist like that i thought it was going to be like oh you know timmy has to stay home because timmy likes to eat people you know what i mean like yeah yeah <laughs> and eventually- like, yeah he likes to eat people but you know he he's he has this like personality to it you know yeah. it's not just like um you know a zombie which i really enjoyed that and then yeah, and eventually yeah. they do go that route but you know it's, yes yeah th- towards the later end of the movie when yeah. the action has to pick up you know right right and it's fine because like the the pro tag too I, I forget his name already and i forget the actor's name i don't i don't think i've seen him in anything before either like no but the crandall can, guy right yeah, and he's he's not bad either like he's not bad right yeah. i was like oh this guy's pretty good yeah, yeah. like he's the kind of guy where i'm like yo i can see him in something else like it's gonna be one of those things where like if he pops up in like a horror movie somewhere down the line i'll be like oh i saw you in pet cemetery you know yeah and, and, like and his friend as well of um, his friend and his sisters that are american actors yes um, like that, they were solid those, too man those really are just good. cool like you know, yeah. and that's the other thing too like the, the native american stuff like i'm glad they finally the indigenous indigenous stuff like i'm glad yes. they included that because like that's you know that that hasn't really been a part of Pet Cemetery outside of like oh mystical shaman stuff from the past and all that stuff. Yes, so exactly. Like, yeah, so, yeah. So, so uh, I'm really glad to add that, and and we're recording that on Indigenous People Day. So happy Indigenous People Day as yeah. we talk about Pet Cemetery. <laughs> yeah. So like you know, yeah. cool man, and you know, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, so that's like, the thing. Um, like it's it's yeah. a solid like it's a solid watch, but yes, like agreed. it's not. I don't think it's something you should go out of your way for, right? Yeah. There's no replay value in it either because once yeah. you've seen it, you're like, okay, cool. Um, and then once you start um, – once you start like looking into it, you'll you'll start kind of picking apart the original movie because it's supposed to be a prequel. So yeah. if that's the case, you have a lot of questions as to what's going on in the original. So it's best just doing like a, you know, a singular kind of watch. Um, again, it's very watchable. It's uh, – it's watchable and it's actually like better than I expected it to be. Yeah, and like, it, it's got yeah. like a, like, you know, the ending, you know, I, I get, I don't really want to spoil it, but it's one of those things where like, you know, it, it focuses on like you keep there's this through line of like the bloodlines and that's why it's called yes exactly cemetery bloodlines and so you know they they put a whole emphasis on the town and the town's role in all of this and like when it comes to when it comes to an end it's kind of like you know it's it's like oh okay so the town is doing this thing i i, I like that idea of like a, in horror right where it's like a town is like either standing guard against an ancient thing or like they're like clued into like they gotta you know it's either that or it's like oh you gotta sacrifice someone to the corn or something like that like, yeah it's, like it's always yes, some gimmick like, like that right it's good lore stuff um it's fun 90s horror Right. This is why Pet Cemetery was big. Um uh because it just kind of like um 
it uh, it had that vibe to it, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's why people kind of you know enjoyed part one, like two. They kind of kind of stuck with that throughout. But uh, but yeah, th- this was a um, a decent watch, and again, more uh, it, it was better than I had actually really hoped yeah like i didn't expect anything yeah streaming on paramount plus is the right place for it like they they picked they they picked the right avenue for it they didn't try to release this one in theaters you know because i bet you and i would have probably judged it a little more harshly if it were in theaters but even then honestly yeah even then yeah even then like like, the stuff we've gotten previous to talk to me right it's it's you know it can stand on that kind of plane of existence, <laughs> right? I'm because like, yo, yeah. we saw a lot of garbage. We saw none too, for God's sakes, in yeah. theaters, folks. And so, you know, so I'll cap off this review by saying, hey, like, we, we're we getting some quality now, right? Like, just yes. just in terms yes. of, like, you know, stuff to, stuff to watch. So um, I, I guess yes. it leads us into our second major feature, right? Our second major feature, absolutely, folks. And this one comes to us uh, straight from Shudder. Uh, they also released it on uh, on the big, uh, you know, spooky season dump day there on Friday. Um, uh, and it was it's VHS 85, folks. Uh, we get another anthology movie brought to us straight from Shudder. Um, and th- this one, folks, to be honest with you, um, for a horror fan, I'm in the pay for it category here. It is the best VHS movie I've seen in years. The overall package, I think they finally, uh, like, they got it. You know what I mean? Like, they understood what the mission was here and they were able to create this whole entire package from start to finish that feels very cohesive and just kind of flows very well. Um, it's well edited. Um, the stories are awesome. I haven't seen a, a stories that well put together in a VHS movie in a long time. Um, Ratman, I think, was the only one that was good in the last you know several years. Um, but uh, this, for me, is a pay for it. Um, Tex, what do you think? So I'm I'm in the same boat. Like honestly, like Thanks. it's one of those movies that you get Shutter for. Like, especially mm-hmm. if you're a horror fan and you don't have Shutter, that's the kind of thing, right? Where it's like, if you're a horror fan, buddies at home, you probably have Shutter already. You've probably like gone through it a bunch of times, but this is definitely one that if you do get it, check this one out first as one of your first ones. Cause Agreed. I agree. Like I really had a good time with this, like in terms of like just overall quality, you know, yes. uh, just not, not only as a package, like as a whole package, I don't think there's one like really weak one that you can point to and mm-hmm. be like, yeah, this is definitely like a stink. You know, that's the yes. other thing too. Cause like exactly. some of the other VHSs while, you know, they might have some standout segments. There are others where you're like, man, that, that yeah. didn't really hit me, you know? And, but here, like this one, I'm like, you know what? I didn't really mind any of them. Like, I, yeah. you know, I agree. Uh, let's, let's get into it. I, I yeah, guess, let's get into it. I guess to, to keep it, um, I was going to say, let's go one by one, but some of them are kind of mixed together. So. Yeah. That yeah, that, that's exactly why I bring up the whole package thing because everything is just kind of well edited together, right? right. Like like into this one long form, right? Um, but um, yeah, we can go bit by bit. Um, I want to just mention real quick because Tex was saying like there is n- no weak story here, and even for me, the weakest story for me was the techno god one, right? Yes. Um, uh, but even then, like. It started really slow. You didn't know what you were watching there. But then like the ending of it and when it got into the 
you know, the third act, the climax of that short, like, dude, I was totally into it. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then the ending reveal, right. was just like, wow, this is great. Yeah. Like Techno God <laughs> is one of those ones that like, it, it was definitely an idea someone had. Yes. And, yes. you know, and that's the thing is you can see a clear vision with it. And like, while, while it's not the most enter, like entertaining short of the bunch, it's also one of those things where it's like, no, you had a clear idea and you executed yes, exactly. it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like it, it was very streamlined. It was very focused. I love the fact that they used the, uh, um, iPhones, um, um, EYE phones, yes, right? As yes. like a, a term in here. And it, like they snuck that in there as social commentary, which I thought was awesome. Um, and they got away with it because of the spelling. Um, but yeah, like um, this story, I think it's the shortest of them as well. Yes. Um, but it, it has a really killer ending. And listen, folks, like the practical stuff used throughout the entire movie is just excellent. Yeah, there's a um, ton it's of just a really stuff. good use of practical, um, practical effects, animatronics, um, pr- uh, practical makeup, um, practical gore, all that stuff. There's a lot, a lot of practical stuff in this one. And, and that's what elevates this VHS and the and the stories involved inside of them, right? Yeah, so uh, moving on from that, I guess the next one we can talk about is uh, God of Death, because it's another, like, example of this that, honestly, before, like, the actual gimmick was revealed at the end, you know, where you get, like, a whole thing, I was really into it, because it was just, like, filming inside of a crumbling building, right? And, like, and you know, it's all, it's the Spanish one, and there's English subtitles and stuff, but, like, um, not only- Let's be clear, let's be clear, it's it's such a Spanish, it's the Mexican one yeah yeah this one was directed by Gigi guerrero who's like you know she was the actual the reporter at the end who actually lived oh nice yeah she's the director of the of um of the the thing it's it's a legit yeah it's awesome yeah that's cool small budget stuff right yeah that's that's dope okay yeah but but text like like this was a legit Mexican story, like through and through. So you can't really call it Spanish. It does a disservice to the story of my right, opinion. right. And yeah, yeah, because it's it's straight up Mexican folklore, um, and the old gods of Mexico. Yeah, and just like it's, and then just the beginning of it too. I'm sorry to interrupt you. It, it, just the beginning of it was just fun. The interaction between um the the reporters, <laughs> right in the beginning, yeah. um uh, that was like a fun Spanish thing. Yeah, I, like I really whole, enjoyed the that. Whole, like the camera really does love you. You know, I, I really, yeah, did, yeah. Like it, that it's, was good. It's it was dope because yeah, like even before, like like I said, even before the monster shows up and you see like what the full thing is, mm-hmm. it, it's just like a filming in a crowded like in, in a building that's falling apart and people panicking. Yes, great, and, like, yeah, and like yo, like that's a good way to do point of view, right? Because it's like yeah, like this is like yo, uh, we're that's real stuff. And I was like, yeah, I was just really into it. Just like, and in terms of the stories, it's dramatically different from the other ones, right? I think. Yes. Agreed. I think the intensity right away is just ratcheted up from the beginning. And, and then you get the gimmick, you get the whole, like, uh, you get the monster and it's like, Oh, whoa. Okay. And it's like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Legit. You get a, you know, you get a sacrifice, you, you give a you have a, a human heart give, being given to the this old god and just like great look to it again like this is why this VHS stands out so much is because these the quality of these short stories man like yeah. they're just like kudos they they knew exactly where to put the budget in every one of these stories and in the god of death like 
the monster looked great. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. It was like, like if you imagine um, like Omac from uh, the Legends of the Hidden Temple, just kind of show up all of a sudden and start eating people. That no was, was great. I guess yeah. like, I guess the, the weakest quote unquote of the bunch is one that ultimately it's like you had a really good idea, but like, unfortunately couldn't explore it more or like something held it back. Right. It's, it's no wake the ambrosia? ambrosia. Yeah, no wake and yes. ambrosia. Where yeah. you know you get no wake, which is like um, so. I thought it was the opening. Like I, I thought it was the overall package. Kind of like I, I looked. It's one of those things where I looked down. I had to restart the movie. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. it was like I was like the packaging for this movie is taking a long time to set up the short. So like I, but no, and I do like that it ultimately has like a super brutal ending, right? I'm yes, like, yeah. yeah. And, and like the gimmick is that, oh, they, they're shot in this lake, but you know, they, they survive despite having like super brutal injuries, right? And then kind of just ends. And so it was like, oh, the, okay. And then you get the connecting story later, Ambrosia, where it shows the other side of this. It's like some cult family, some like serial killer family yep. trying to sacrifice seven souls or whatever. And it shows like through a videotape of, of the person shooting them. And then it kind of like, it kind of fizzles because you know like um you don't get the payoff right yeah. like like they show a scene where um one of the victims from uh you know the shooting in the beginning by the way like like the brutal scene that Texas talk about it's like there's a shooting like they all get sniped pretty much like in the middle of the lake several times so they have major major injuries and stuff and they're like oh we got to do the same to them like they did to us let's go find them and kill them cuz we videotaped their car and we can you know uh you know I see the license plate and stuff like that so I do wish that we got to see them because the whole thing is that they want their revenge, right? And they want them to be like, you know, suffer like they did. So they kind of, you know, I guess squirted them with water at some point because they show a scene of them filling up the water gun, right? Yeah. But we don't see them at all do anything because all we get is like this police raid and then everyone just gets shot and it's well done. It looks awesome. Yeah. (laughs) But um, uh, I do wish I do wish that they did have that payoff there at the end there. Right. Like to show that, hey, like the people you try to kill over here are the ones who just got you, you know, Um, so we didn't get that. That's why I understand your take on that. But I do like the story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what I mean. Like, it's one of those things where it's a flaw because it's a cool idea that, like, I would like to see explored more. But, but also because it's a short, I'm just like, okay, you know, it's like, yeah, it was good as it is, you know, and as good as it's going to be because that's all we got from it. But yeah, exactly. That's why, uh, you know, these shorts, you know, work. Um, Shorts in general, that's why they work. Um, When they do work, they work Um, because you don't really need to go into any explanation. You don't owe anybody an explanation um, further than what you've just given them. You know what I mean? But in that same breath, Arturo, we get the best one of the bunch right after uh, Dream. Oh, yeah. Which is oh like, yeah absolutely so like the but again also like who's the director of Dreamkill right Scott Derrickson <laughs> the, the director behind like actual big 
freaking budget movies, yes. right? Yes, the director of Black Phone and yeah. in Doctor Strange One. <laughs> yeah, and like it didn't he direct Sinister Two? Wasn't yes, that his two? he did. He did Sinister One and Two, I think. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yo, like not only is the quality of the of the package just overall like immediately like stands out that it's like, oh, whoa, this is like a full movie, movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it is brutal. As oh fuck. my god, this just one, a heads up, folks. Yeah, this it's one, brutal. this one made me squeamish. Like we've talked about the way I handle gore in this, and it's not well. Yeah. Like I don't handle gore well in this show, especially like that's the thing. There's a difference between like gore and gore. You know, like, yeah, this one was like, gore. Yeah, you know, this one they, was like, like it went for the gore, and this one for yeah, sure, especially with the slitting of the eyeballs. Yeah, that's what. Oh, that's that the one, one that. That's the that one, one that got, got me. Like, oh, yeah, that's the one that got me. I saw that one. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, um, it's really brutal. Um, it's 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 following. So the whole gist of the of the story is that this kid, his dreams are real, right? Yeah, Pretty much, yeah. right? Like they're real, and when he dreams, they kind of broadcast on tv no, yeah um or oh, no i'm sorry they get recorded right yes so his yes. his whole thing is he had dreams of the future and they get yes. recorded on this yeah they get recorded and so the whole thing is like it's set up to where you know they're interviewing this kid after they find out he's been sending videotapes to the police station and the videotapes are like we see them like we see the tapes and it's like intercutting with like these brutal like brutal mm-hmm. brutal kills you know and it's like it's like it's kind of like the video nasty stuff where it's like, yo, like this is like some really like heinous yeah. stuff we get in these things. Yeah. Right. Like, and cause it's quick, it's dirty. It's very like super, like the eyeball thing. I still, I'm, I'm like, damn it. It's very <laughs> visceral, man. Yeah. It's very like, it's very real stuff because like, you know, if, you know, I know a lot of people out there into true crime and stuff like that. This is a, it's an amalgamation of a lot of fucking like killers and yeah. scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, holy shit! I read about this stuff. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. this is brutal. And yeah. Like, yeah, and it's it's super cool because like you know we see those tapes and then like the whole thing is like he's dreaming and so these two cops are like trying to figure out the get to the bottom of this and then the story unfolds. And it's like you get a talk about satisfying though, right? When you compare this to the to the Ambrosia one, where it's like, no, we get a satisfying conclusion out of this, right? Yes, it's like absolutely. I don't know, man. Like Scott, it's a good Derrickson. story too. It's, yeah, it, yeah, it's a good a, fucking twist too, man. Like insane. I'm not going to spoil it, but yeah. um, it was uh, it was very well done, and like you can tell he really had fun doing this thing. Like because you know because when you have a big budget studio behind you, you have a lot of limitations, right? Right. You have a lot of people eyeing your shit. You have a lot of people revising your stuff and looking over your process. Here he was like, yo, I'm going to do what the fuck. I want to do here. And VHS was like, uh, yeah, you're Scott Derrickson. Of course you did. Yeah, so they were yeah, like, yo, do the fuck you want. They were like, do whatever you, know what you mean? want. And he clearly yeah, do whatever did, you right? want. And yeah. he did. And <laughs> it's, it was an awesome short, man. That just like, that just, I was like, wow, like legit freaking wow. Like at the end of this whole package, dude, I was like VHS 85 rules. Yeah. Like, because that's how much fun I had with this thing. Yeah. Cause after that you get the, you know, you get the overall package and how it comes to its conclusion. Um, a total copy, I think was the name of the whole thing. And you fucking know, Rory. it's directed by <laughs> the dude who did the Hellraiser reboot. And so like, okay. Yeah. All right, cool. And like, you know, um, it, it, yeah, it just kind of stands out. It's a fun way to end the thing, right? Yeah, it's- it is a fun way to end it because, like, throughout the whole thing, you're like, "Oh my god, what's going on with this thing?" It's like this shape shifting, you know, organism kind of thing that they have, like, you know, in a room. Try, you know, 
locked in a room and stuff. And it's it's starting to copy people that it hasn't seen yet. And they were like, oh, but it's copying Gary. But yeah, it's like, who cares? It copies what it sees, right? And yeah. they're like, yeah, but Gary hasn't been in the room. And that's where it becomes troubling. So it, it had this very cool sci-fi undertone to it throughout the whole thing. And it's cut um, throughout the entire VHS um, 85 um, uh, yeah. film, right? So like you get a bit here, a bit there, a bit there. And then like the ending, like the payoff is great. I think the ending is fantastic for this kind of story because it's like, of course, because it fucking it, it copies what it sees. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things. Like it's a very VHS kind of ending too, right? Where yes. it's like, yeah, yeah. this is Agreed. this is a goofy note to end it on, but like it's know. appropriate for an eighty-five a movie as well. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, just for sure. It, it just by the time it all comes to the end, you're like, wow, that really worked. And so I hope, I hope like they, I. I either hope that, you know, maybe it got delayed this year because of all the strikes and stuff, but, like, I I wouldn't mind, like, annual versions of these, right? Like, we got three of these three years in a row, so... yeah. I wouldn't mind just getting whatever directors you can and just keep this going. Keep, you know, let's, let's see what they... Let's see what everybody has, like... And I hope... I hope they get to have another kind of Scott Derrickson, uh, you know, get another big name horror director yeah. to like just you should get Mike Flanagan in one of these things, yeah, man. Get Let's like see what a, you can do, Flanagan. This do, is a real test, Flanagan. Do you know? Do Flanagan get like a you know maybe Rob Zombie? I know we we talk we we talk Shit, on him all yeah. the time, but like. I wouldn't mind like a Rob Zombie VHS short. You know what I mean? Like, let's. Yeah, dude, absolutely. You know what would be cool too? Like a VHS holiday themes, like VHS yeah. Christmas, you know, right? Like VHS, like, like July 4th VHS. So you have all these stories that are, are themed around this holiday, and then you do whatever the fuck you want with it, you know? Yeah, like, let's. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, you know what? Go, yeah. It was a good one to. It was a good one to to end. Uh, to end yeah, on. go yeah. trial Shutter for yeah. that, folks. Uh, yeah. Go trial Shutter to watch VHS eighty five because uh, this thing was a fun watch, and it's not that long for an anthology it's either, not. man. It's, it's like an it's hour not. and a half. Yeah, like, yeah, dude. Which is like awesome because usually anthologies, you know, teeter towards the two hour mark because of you know all, all the stuff inside yeah. of it. But uh, this one, like the perfect length, the stories were the perfect length. You'll be watch it in one go because everything just kind of flows together and go subscribe to shutter for that because that's a a real pay for it for that one um and next up folks um our last of the triple feature presentation the exorcist the believer directed by david gordon green (laughs) tex um i'm gonna start with you stay away from it pay for it wait for it what do you say okay so uh, I know this one's been getting trashed online. Oh, yeah. I, I know buddies at home that. have likely seen, you know, the, the reviews it's gotten, seen the stories about like, oh, they paid 400 million for the rights to, to make a trilogy out of this. And, you know, I'm at a wait for it. I am, it's not, I, I'm surprised even myself to say, that it's not a full stay away from it. We, we know, you know, leading into this, you, you can definitely go back in our archives and listen to us like dog on this movie. Every chance. We I get. was listening. Yeah. Yeah. Like I absolutely, I agree with text, man. We were definitely on this thing. I in particular was because of the guy behind it. He ruined fucking Halloween for me <laughs> pretty much forever. Um, um, but in his defense though, um, this was not, as bad as the critics out there are saying. Um, but 
to that point, it is a wait for it as well. Yeah, because um, it's not, yes. you know, that's the thing. It's like, we have to be clear from this, right, from the get-go, yes. is that it's not great either, right? It's not great, <laughs> but it's not garbage either, yes, you know? There are some, um, it's actually a yes. serviceable movie. Yeah, there are some garbage things in it, which we will get oh, to. We'll and, get into that for sure. But it's also, there's some res- there's some salvageable things in here, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, it's not... That's what's so surprising, ultimately. It's serviceable. Yes, test, right? <laughs> it's a watchable, serviceable film. Like it's not. It's not the first Exorcist, you know. It's not freaking talk to me, you know. It's not anything that I'm gonna urge you to go out of your way and watch, right? But when it drops on the streamers, have a go. Yeah, I think you'll have fun with this one. I think you'll enjoy it. Let's get right into it, Tex. Um, off the bat. This thing was getting fucking destroyed. Yes. Destroyed, 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 destroyed. And so much so that it was like, it was very suspect to me though, because I'm like, wow, these people are just like legit destroying this which, movie. But it's like, which I get why right? the, yes. Yeah. Like, why the explicit like burial of this thing? You know, like there's something going on here. And, right. and, and I, and I told Tex before. Um, you know, just a, a peek under the sheet. We were talking off the air, and I was like, "Hey, text, check this out, man!" Like, I was just scrolling through IG, buddy. Disgusting. You know, off the bat, was just like, "Hey, like, <laughs> avoid this thing, pretty much." Um, and it was surprising because, uh, you know, as a as a source, a bloody disgusting is pretty fair with their ratings and all that stuff. So, um, to see something that was just like pretty, you know, explicitly garbage in you know in their words, I was like, "Wow, that's weird." Um, and then it just kept going. It kept going. Yeah. This, this has happened to us before, too, because, like, yeah. there's a lot of times where we fall on the other side of, like, what people are saying. And, like, you know, sometimes it comes back to bite us in the ass. Like, with, like, Wonder Woman 84, you and I both defend that one. But, like, the like over, it. yeah, the overwhelming <laughs> thing is, like, no, it sucks. So we're just like, all right, that's not our fight. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And like here, and like X, for example, X was a big one. Remember yes, X? X is the yeah. one where we were like, "Oh man, we hated it," but it was like, "Oh, we yeah. loved it." We're just like, "All right, man." But here, it's it's so funny that this time we we're we're not in an extreme, right? It's like no, no, we're not. The extreme here is that oh, we didn't hate it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The extreme here is 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 saying that hey, you know, it's not. This is, wasn't that bad. Yeah, it's like yo, <laughs> like this, like that's the thing is like you see this one and you're like, you know what? I get why he does. Like, there's some things in there in here where it's like, oh, you really do know horror sometimes, right? Where it's yes. like, yeah, you yeah. get it sometimes. Yes, and- exactly, exactly. And um, and just real quick before we get right into it, um, I gave this thing a six out of ten, which I think is a fair score. And uh, like uh, people on like on the on the feed have been saying, wow, this is it's a good score. It's a fair score for the movie because they've seen it. And they're like, oh, this. That's yeah. right. Yeah, because you know I mean? it's not. That's an appropriate score because it's not. It's not a positive seven. You know what I mean? Like on the plus side of things, you know. Yeah, but so, it's neither on the uh, on the on the forum below. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's not like oh, you know, set this trash on fire. How could they ever make this? Because yeah. So right, getting into the history of these things. Yeah, exorcist. It. It's no exorcist two. Right, it's no like yo. Exorcist two was garbage, right? It's oh. it's no Exorcist two, oh, right? It, heretic. That was a, uh, that was a disaster. That's what I'm saying like you know we've seen worse Exorcist movies, right? And so yeah, absolutely. And so you know, preface this by saying this is not the best Exorcism movie of the year. 
that one still goes to Pope's Exorcist. <laughs> but we'll talk it's about debatable. that. It's debatable. Yeah, you know, yeah. but, you know, jokes, right? But um, Russell Crowe helps that one a lot. Yeah, and that yeah. Vespa was fucking twice, though. Yeah, in terms of, like, <laughs> movies we'll see again, right? Of, like, if I ever have to watch Pope's Exorcist on TV or something, I'll watch it there. But, um, no, no. But moving into Believer, like, starting with the positives, the cast is fine. Right? Like, yeah. the, the cast is solid. The, the two young girls that they get to be the ones possessed this time around, they're, yes. they're great. Yeah. Not the entire cast, though, Tex. I yes. Think, yeah. I think the two young girls are, are standouts. And as well as that, uh, the, right? yeah. uh, the main protagonist, the father. Yeah, of, Leslie um, Odom Jr. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So those three people in particular are the ones that actually held this thing together for me in terms of, you know, you know, uh, performances and characters. Um, the supporting cast is where I have a problem with yeah. and where like it lost points for me. Um, the two parents are super religious. They just come off like the mom comes off better towards the end, but right off the bat, like that couple was just, I was not feeling their performances at all. And the characters themselves were just like weird, weird parental figures. Yeah, and that's, um, that's yeah. where like the, the garbage stuff kind of gets Yeah. The in. goofy garbage shit yeah, actually, you know, pops up. Yeah. Cause it's, and it's tough because like, it's hard to defend because I, I can see where people like, I can see where people hate it. Right. I can see where the vitriol comes from because it's stuff like that like it's it's very evil there's a lot of evil dies tonight vibes in this right like in terms of like great point the way people speak and it's like it's clear that david gordon green or you know who his writing the writing teams on these things don't know how to write human drama so it's like you know it's It's very comical stuff you know yeah it's uh, it's it's very over exaggerated it's very on the nose like for example the biggest like the legacy character who comes back right like her uh, her thing, the, the reason, like, it, it's, we're, we're, it's revealed in the movie that, you know, the mother from the original, I, I forget, I'm blanking on her name right now, unfortunately, but, uh. Oh, Ellen Bernstein, right? Yes, Ellen Bernstein, like, yes. Her, her whole thing is that she was mad at the priests for not letting her see, like, for not letting her hurt see the exorcism thing. And so she's like, oh, it must be the patriarch. And so because of that, she, like, learns to become, like, an exorcism of, all cultures kind of expert and so that's kind of like one of those weird things where you're like what you know because it's just funny because you were an actress before is you know all of a sudden you know yeah and it, you know and if you watch the original one it's like well wouldn't you like they she really appreciated the priests in the original one yeah like, yeah it wasn't that she sure. was mad that she didn't get to see it it's like no they one of them gave up his life for your daughter right like it's yes. like it's one Father of the caris man r.i.p yo yeah and it's like it's a weird it's a that's just one of those weird things they add in the movie where it's like what <laughs> but and this is why her um this is why um her story like you know i really enjoyed the way that kind of went because um as hex was saying she became this expert exorcist which i myself was like loling in theaters i'm like really yeah, like and then yeah because <laughs> then like she comes in like this holier than thou character, right? Like, oh, I'm here to save everyone, and I'm, like she, she, she has this aura of like I'm the superhero here, and I love the fact that she just walks into this room, this little girl's possessed, right? And all of a sudden, yada yada yada, her eyes get stabbed out with a fucking cross. And so that's the thing. It's like it's very. I love it. Love it's, it. it's a very garbage setup, and it's corny. But then, like, she gets her eyes stabbed, so it's like, oh, it, it, she's just. 
there to get her eye stabbed. Yeah, right? and, and she deserved that. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's why you're here to make you know to kind of be like, hey, we're gonna start you know, uh, you know, deviating from the you know the status quo here. Yeah, it's, you know, it's the whole legacy thing of it of like they wanted her to stand across from a little girl who could be like Linda Blair, you know, and it's like, oh, they 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 do this whole thing, you know, it gets very nostalgic in the way that scene is shot too, with like the lights flickering and the way her eyes are getting stabbed. It's very like, Oh, okay. Here are close zoom ins and stuff like that. It's, it's a good use of her, but also not a good use of her. Like it's one of those things where it's yeah, like, it's agreed. cool that the actress, like she was game to do this, but also like yeah. probably should have been under better circumstances for the story. Right. Like, yeah, because honestly, like it doesn't really add anything to the, you know, to, to anything yeah. because her character comes in and gets removed almost immediately you know she gets hospitalized yes so she's not even a big part of the equation i guess it's just the whole thing you know with her ending and stuff and how that ended with her story right i guess that's the reason for it but then also it's like "Eh, yeah we have this new story here like i'm more focused and worried about which okay let's get into that yeah yeah let's let's do it um so the trailer, man, the trailer um, doesn't do these actresses justice. I think the trailer does um, an injustice to these actresses and how they come off um, because they came off the complete opposite. Like in the movie, watching the film, they're competent actresses like who like I see why they got picked. Like they're very talented. Um, they're very natural on top of that, too. Like I um, I said in my review that I wish that they had used more of their um, – of their original voice um, because I feel that that's when it seemed the creepiest, you know, when they're, when the little girl voice was the one talking to you from this demonic looking thing. Right. That that was an issue with the original one too, where it's like, yeah, it wasn't a lot of Linda Blair, but back then it was able to get away with it because that was a novelty back then. That was a cool idea, you know? And now it's like, Oh yeah, you really could. And it's funny. Yeah. You know what's funny about that? Like, I was reading that uh, uh, the actress who did the voice for Linda Blair like had to like smoke a bunch of cigarettes and like like just that's, just made her voice very harsh. Authenticity, you know, man. Like, yeah, to make it like that. So trying to do that today because obviously it's it's you know computers just doing this voice kind of uh, uh, gimmick thing now. But like when the little girls were actually talking with the girl voice their own voice i think that's when it was at their best honestly um and uh and like prepossession them going crazy and shit like they were awesome like wow you little girls are fucking talented they're they're really good like like the build-up for them was really good because it was like they were pretty creepy the whole time and like there's some there's some good effects like the whole nails coming out of the foot thing where it's like they're just pulling yeah yeah, like there's some gross stuff in it but like so it eventually leads into like the exorcism itself right and so Mm -hmm. we've talked about this before and in possession movies the exorcist stuff movies like the exorcism the climax is where like most of the judging is going to take place right because it's like yo if you're calling your movie the exorcist you better have a damn good exorcism and so here here it has a good idea of like assembling you know various religions and needing to work together and it does some good stuff with that (laughs) unfortunately it doesn't go far enough right no it doesn't it's because there's no like combating of the religions right they they kind of immediately understand one another and they're like you know there's no like there's no the preacher you know there's a little bit of it where he's like what is she doing and then you know you have leslie odom jr's character like equating that to a line from the bible and the the priest is like the preacher is like oh 
oh, okay, this line and this line. So it's like, there's a little bit of that, but like, we really could have used more of that if that was the idea, right? Of like you, if that was the idea, yeah. yeah. Of uniting sure. all these religions under the same thing to save these kids, and it's funny because it like it, it has its own Avengers moment where like a priest comes in and it's like there's a little musical cue, and he's like he has his Ellen Bernstein moment, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like I'm here to save the day. <laughs> oh yeah, you you thought, buddy, you thought, and so that's what I mean. But like the the climax itself was fine. Like I I like. It was fairly low rent, which is great considering, like, in recent years, you have the Pope's Exorcist, where they're fighting a bloody naked lady who explodes, right? And it's like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's why you like it so much, sex. No, Uh, no, but you get what I mean, right? It's like, we we have. No, no, yeah. We've got. We spoke about this off air. Yes. Where, like, the. A lot of exorcisms are just so grandiose, right? Yeah. So epic in scale that, that you need all this budget and computer work and stuff. It, this one was the complete opposite, and I really kind of appreciated that. Um, you did have some levitating stuff, which is, you know, obviously you're going to have a levitation, yeah. you know, an exorcism, but it was at the end, right? And I absolutely love how evil the demon ended up being there at the end, right? Because it's like, hey, you're not saving both of them. Yeah, You got to pick one of them. I really enjoyed that. And it followed through, dude. Like, that... That's the part that I'm like, oh shit! Yeah, like that's <laughs> it actually followed through because usually it would find a way to save both of them. Yeah, right. right. And like, spoiler alert for that. Cause, spoilers, cause, yeah. Cause, sorry, spoilers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, like, no, no, because we didn't say which one, right? And so, spoilers yeah, exactly. on that. Like, yeah. you get a dead kid, right? So, like, de- yeah. And dude. so, yeah, it uses the whole two possession gimmick to its fullest, right? Like, it, yes, we have agreed. we have consequences from it. It's not mm-hmm. like it's not like they both walk away and it's just kind of the end of the movie, right? It's no like you have consequences of the possession. You you we see it. Like I that's the thing. I I guess some people can argue maybe that's too much, right? Like you know, we we see a girl but I I like that. I'm like if you're doing a modern one, that's why? too much for what? Yeah. It's like like listen, like you you need consequences yeah. here. How many times do we say here text in this show that like if you have no consequences, there's really no point in telling the story, right? Yeah, like, I, like I like you seeing need... one of the little girls dragged down into hell. You know, I can't lie. Yes, like, dude, like... it's it it it's necessary because it wouldn't if it ended with both of them alive living it's like what was the point of all this ordeal the entire thing was just like okay cool but then it wouldn't have had the impact that it ended with because of the way they um uh chose to end the story and i think that is why i actually enjoyed this movie when i first watched it i'm like wow this is actually pretty darn good man it was a watchable movie i was like yo this is good yeah this is good it's just, this is know, a good thing and like i i get to hate in some respects because there's there are some bad ideas in here and there there is like like a lot of evil dice night vibes. It's corny. Yeah, that lady, by the way. Yeah. That lady, man. Oh, there's like oh, so the lady we were worried about, like the nurse lady in the trailers, ends up like you know the, she's a problem. Yeah, like she she's basically like the like the protagonist for like a good chunk of the movie, and yeah, she's a big problem. I didn't issue. like that. Yeah, at all. it's an issue. They treat her. It's so weird that like they treat her like this legacy character. She yes. she gets the the. She gets the Halloween ends treatment where you see the scene of them part. Remember that scene of the of the survivors partying together and being like, we're the Myers survivors. And they get like this huge 
big moment and all that stuff. It, yeah. They treat her in that same way of like, she's super important to the story. And it's like, well, but she's not. Like, she's just a neighbor, like, who, a nosy neighbor who, like, who gets this whole plot on top of that. And it's like, eh. yeah. And then that was one of the parts of the story that really kind of brought it down. It was her performance, yeah. um, her character development. Everything about her was just like very bunk. Um, it was, um, yeah, she's best used in small doses, like in, uh, yes, in um, but even then, like, right? even, <laughs> even in hereditary, she showed how annoying she could be. Right. Yes. <laughs> so, um, here she's doubly annoying, um, or triply annoying, but um, like you mentioned, they wanted to make her like a protagonist and that was a mistake. They're like, oh, I was going to join the convent and, you know, this is why I can, you know, help you with the exorcism and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? I'm like, that's, that's, a, that's fucking nonsense. Yeah. Let's, let's go back to the actual problem at hand here, you yeah, know? Yeah, and it ultimately leads to nothing. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it doesn't serve like the final exorcism in the first place anyway like it's just that's one of those things where it's like there there are a lot of corny ideas there are a lot of bad ideas in here but it, to be fair to this movie there are a lot of good ideas right like yeah. I can't lie there's a lot of yes. stuff I like the good outweighs the bad yeah. in, in this movie yeah the good outweighs the bad and it leaves you on a good note it, it leaves you on a positive note like it doesn't leave you thinking about all the bad shit um this is why this movie works um because as text mentioned i think it's a great point the writers um his writing team they seem to not understand how you know how people, real like, yeah, like drama works real right? drama yeah. works right yeah like how they're how really emotions actually work and uh, you know during um a a crisis yeah and it, you know it's, it sucks too <laughs> because when you watch the original exorcist the 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 first one is it's just a drama about like a a, yeah. a mom trying to figure out why her little girls act like sick Right, like her, yeah. her little girl yeah. starting to act funny, and she's trying to figure it out. And she goes to various people to like really figure it out until like, oh, final ten minutes, it's an exorcism. Yeah, and it's like, oh, yeah. okay, here's here's the iconics that people remember. And here, it's like they they try to tap into that, but it's it's just it's not there. But you know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's I can see she didn't make it. Yeah, she didn't make it. Like I can see why people are dogging on this one. I and I but I don't understand the vitriol behind it. I think that's yes, what I'll say. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It's yeah, because you can have your gripes and stuff, but like it's I've seen way worse, man. Yeah. Like I've seen way worse this year. This year, year right? In theaters. In theaters. <laughs> I was, exactly, Arturo. We've seen you know I mean? like, worse so things. Yeah. To hear that much kind of hatred for this. That's why I was like, you know what sucks? Like, I'm skeptical, man. Like I, like even like I, as we were having our conversation off air, off air, I was like, text, like, there's so much hate that now I have to see this thing yeah. because it, it just seems like it's being just like review bombed, right? Like, hey, like, just like garbage this. And I'm like, why is that? Like, yes, it's David Gordon Green, and I get people hate him because of Halloween. I'm one of them, yeah. but like, <laughs> let's see what's up. Yeah. Let's see what he can do thing, with this, right? you know? It's, you know, with, with every movie, with every new franchise, right? It's like, you know, we, that, that's the thing. I will say this. I don't know. I don't understand what they're doing. Like, I don't know how you get a trilogy out of this. I don't know if it's like, I hope not. That I, <laughs> I don't see it going anywhere. They might make a part two, but I hope it's 
it's just yeah. like disconnected, right? Just do a new story. Um, but so, okay. So that being said, it should have been a new story this time around, honestly, because like the old story didn't really matter yeah, much. So that's but thing, whatever. That's the thing too. It's like, you know, you, it makes you go, why exorcist? Right. And why is it such a brand that people are like fighting for? Right. Cause it's like, yeah, exorcist is one of those icons, but like we've got, there's not much story yeah, there to be told yeah. aside from the original story that was told, you yeah. know, like, this is why the Fox series was so special because it, it managed to actually find um, some story to tell. Yeah, right. If you, if you want <laughs> a good, awesome. if you want a good sequel to Exorcist, also like yeah, go watch that first season. Right, like that's yeah, it, that's a so sequel. Right? There's your Exorcist two so that good. people have been fighting for this whole time. Right, and yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just, I, I get it. Maybe it's because it's the brand. Maybe it's because it's David Gordon Green. There's a lot of, there's a lot working in it. There's a lot working against it. But the movie itself, judging on its own merits, is not bad. But it's not, it's not bad, man. It's not great. It's not, bad. It's not great. It's, it's, you know, I, I wouldn't call it good either. You know what you I mean? You know what? Yeah. Like, that's the thing, right? It's, but it's not bad. It's a stretch to say it's good. <laughs> it's right? on the not bad, pretty good. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Watch it when it's streaming. That's why it's an ultimate win yeah. for it, right? Yes. Just like, check that's it out. That's right, folks. Check it out when it's streaming. Somewhere. Check it out. Um, and if you're a real horror fan, you're probably going to go to the theaters to check it out anyway. Um, the length isn't bad either. So it, it, it kind of goes yeah, right through, which are, is good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, folks, uh, um, uh, that's all she wrote. Go check out um uh, vhs 85 out of all these three uh features yeah um yeah. i'm recommending that one because you can watch this one at home today yes yeah. okay so go watch vhs 85 folks um and remember go watch something scary aside from that too it's spooky season and this was episode 169 of the morgue an official of course feed podcast i am arturo padilla the guy behind the face and with me always is mr nick valdez a big shout out to del virus for this awesome artwork you see in front of you the big shout out goes to you guys for listening we have 168 of these things for you anywhere you get your streaming stuff apple spotify amazon iHeartRadio, anywhere you get your stuff we will be there you can catch this show dropping on tuesdays at 4 20 on anywhere you see your live streams twitch live x live facebook live anywhere live youtube live as well you can also catch this show and all our other stuff on our youtube channel um dropping at 6 p.m on tuesdays as well you can like subscribe and share all that good stuff with your buddies out there tell them to go check us out and folks remember it's a scary world out there but we are here to walk you through it